It is Feminist Wednesday. It is also a real interesting time to be paying attention to city politics in Chicago, which is why we've invited Tiffany Walden, a co-founder and editor-in-chief of The Tribe, in to help us pick apart last night's election results, which leave us sitting facing the reality that the next mayor of Chicago, Illinois, is going to be a black woman. First of all, hey. Hey, hey, hey. How are you? I'm doing great. I have said before in the show that uh, I promise that we will talk about policy and we will talk about legislation. And we will talk about their individual platforms tomorrow. But today, let me just have a minute to like bask in this, I know. this blackness. This is really <laughs> something. We did, I don't think that we really prepared ourselves for this t- this turnout here. I definitely didn't. I think I saw a few people, it might have been you, tweeting yesterday, like, what if it's two black women in the runoff? But that still didn't, like... Yeah, and that was, like, at 8 a.m., and, <laughs> yeah. like, nobody knew anything. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, in my mind, I was just preparing myself for it to be somebody in, in daily still. Um, so, it was very, very uh, shocking and surprising and interesting to see that it ended up being two black women. Can we talk a bit about the historical significance here? Uh, back in the the boogie down eighties, uh, when Harold Washington was making moves to become the first black mayor of Chicago, the the council wars sprung up, and there was a lot of uh, coming together of a lot of different factions of of white Chicago, of uh, right leaning Democratic Chicago, to kind of put the kibosh on that. And now here we are, uh, thirty years later. Uh, and like one way or the other, we're getting a a black woman, possibly a lesbian, mm-hmm. as the head of, you know, the whole shebang as the capital T, capital B, the boss. <laughs> uh, is this something that uh, you know we ever thought there were there were think pieces as as recently as last week that said Chicago may not have another black mayor ever again mm-hmm. how how does this make you feel i mean it, it feels good when you really sit down and think about uh the fact that it could be or that it will be um a black woman who is running this city and what that means for representation in the city uh, but it still kind of comes down to you know what each i guess at this point still candidate would uh do for people in the community and there's still a lot of uh, folks trying to figure out, you know, whether uh, Lori Lightfoot has their best interest at heart or whether Tony Preckwinkle has their best interest at heart. Um, a lot of black people still voted for uh, Willie Wilson. And I think it was the Chicago Tribune that, that late last night put out the, uh, the map of who where people were voting and who they were voting for. And Willie Wilson really had solid a solid base on the core south and west sides of the city. Um, and Lightfoot really had the north side of the city northeast side and uh preckwinkle had you know some of the south south side around the south loop around the uh lake area so i think it's really gonna we're gonna have to have that conversation again about splitting the vote and who 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 really would represent and uplift black chicago in the best way let's hear a bit from uh lori lightful this is part of her acceptance speech from yesterday People said that I had some good ideas, but that I couldn't win. Uh-huh. And it's true that not every day that a little black girl Come on now. in a low-income Come family from a segregated steel town hey. makes the runoff yeah. to be the next mayor of the third largest city in the country. 
I have to thank my parents again for everything that they gave me. I am standing here because of them, on their shoulders, their hard work and sacrifices. I would never be here without them. As a high schooler, I worked hard to keep my grades up. As my parents worried about rent and car payments, my dad came home from one of his many jobs just to watch my mother leave to go out on the night shift. My mother valued a good education above all for me and all of my siblings. But it wasn't a lesson she had to deliver twice. I saw firsthand that the value our society placed on hard work of poorly educated black men and women who were all around me as part of my community growing up. And as a college student, I came home for Christmas break to learn, go blue, that's right, baby. I came home from Christmas break to learn that my brother was in trouble again and headed to prison for most of his adult life. My father passed away while he was in prison, and I wish he could be here tonight to see this moment. His son is free and doing the best he can to rebuild his life, and his daughter with a real chance to become the next mayor of this great city. That uh, was from Lori Lightfoot's acceptance speech. I'm Jill Hopkins. Tiffany Walden is here from the tribe. Tony Preckwinkle came out with a bit uh, different energy in her uh, speech. She came out swinging last night. We're at a defining moment in our city's history. But the challenges that our city faces are not simply ideological. It's not enough to say that Chicago stands at a crossroads. We need to fight to change its course. There are two key aspects to this job. You must be the ambassador for our city. Okay. The voice of real working families that live in all of our communities. Say it, say it, say it. But the other aspect of this job is equally important. The responsibility of running the city. All right. It's not enough to stand at a podium and talk about what you want to see happen. You have to come to this job with the capacity and the capability to make your vision a reality. A tale of two acceptance speeches, uh, one from Lori Lightfoot, one from Tony Preckwinkle. One of those women will be the next mayor of Chicago, Illinois. I'm Jill Hopkins, and Tiffany Walden from the tribe is here to help us uh, kind of figure out what's going to happen next. The city really splintered itself. Mm-hmm. There was very clear lines drawn about who was voting for who. Uh, there was no real, real blurring of, of wards or anything like that. Uh, the West Side came out for Willie Wilson. Yeah, West Side the, Willie. West Side Willie. Uh, <laughs> he took home 10%. Uh, the South... Uh, southwest and northeast sides of Chicago coming out for Preckwinkle and Lightfoot, respectively. What does that tell us about black votership in Chicago? We wondered if they were going to be able to come together in a way. Did that happen? Not, I mean, there was so many candidates, too, that it was really hard. You know, um, there were a lot of folks who, um, you know, really related to Willie and, you know, his him being a self-made black man and, and giving back to the community, going out and handing out this money and being involved in the church circle. And, uh, you know, he was able to really 
uh, rally that crowd, and that's who came out to vote for him. Preckwinkle and, and Lightfoot, you can tell if you watched their, the rooms last night during their speeches, they had a very different audience going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Lightfoot had her her um, her party on, a I think it was in River North, and um, the room was very different than Preckwinkle's room, which was like the high Park, you know, black like type of crew. Um, so I think that that's going to really play a role in, you know, how they go about getting the black vote. Lightfoot, a lot of people still um, just think police board when it comes to her. They think police, period, when it comes to her. Um, and black folks have their issues with Preckwinkle as well. But uh, I think the younger folks, there's something about her being on, Lightfoot being on a police board that is really just like, you know, can we really trust you or not? Yeah, that might be the deal breaker. And uh, meanwhile, I think Willie Wilson is depending on those deal breakers because he says he will not concede. Let's check that out. Well, we, we won't we won't concede tonight because there's uh, a lot more votes out there. It's about 100,000 some uh, haven't counted yet. And then there's about, about 20, 30 uh, percent that's still out there. And let me tell you something. I think when it comes down to the particular the African-American award, I think you're going to see things change, you know, at that particular time. There's a lot more out there yet. You still feeling good, Bill? Do you think Willie has a point here? We are waiting for absentee ballots. We are waiting for uh, some uh, mail-in ballots to get counted. Does Willie have a point here? Should he not be conceding? I, I don't think he should concede yet. And I was really, frankly, I was surprised that uh, Daly conceded early last night, too. I mean, there's still a lot of time left there's still a lot of votes left to be counted um so you know i don't know I and mean, this could be just the <laughs> the crazy person in me but you never know what can happen between now and i guess march 12th is the date people were throwing around mm-hmm. uh for the for the final count so um you know again willie wilson is just someone who people i think black people see i mean he's familiar you know like he sounds like us he sounds like our family yeah um and so uncle willie yeah <laughs> Let's uh, hear Bill Daly concede because uh, I feel like people want to. (laughs) (laughs) Not me. That is not the opinion of the Morning Amp or Vocalo. I'm just saying there's a lot of uh, interest. He says some interesting things in his speech. He absolutely did. Friends, family, supporters, and staff, I'm here tonight with an outcome none of us had wanted. But because we respect the democratic process, we all must accept it and we will move on. I congratulate Tony Preckwinkle and Lori Lightfoot on their victories. One of them will have the honor of being the next mayor of Chicago. But that can't stop any of us from continuing the work we began to improve our great city. We still live here, we still pay our taxes, raise our kids, contribute to our communities. And no matter who wins in April, our commitment to Chicago will never end. That was Bill Daly, son of one mayor, brother of another mayor. He ain't going to be mayor. <laughs> that was his concession speech from last night. We're here with Tiffany Walden. And honestly, I I feel as though that was the biggest shock of the night. Not necessarily that it was Tony or necessarily that it was uh, Lori, but that it was both of them and not Bill Daly. Right. I think a lot of people went into this thinking it would be Daly and Preckwinkle or Daly and uh, Lightfoot. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, for him to, to not make it at all says a lot about where Chicago is right now and, and that we're really done with the Daly um, the legacy and the Daly family. Uh, I, 
also, <laughs> I think the highlight of his speech was this was an outcome that no one wanted. Um, and I'm just like, who is who is the no one? You know, what yeah. what demographic is that? What group is that? And people Clearly have about 30 percent of the city. Right. Decided that that's what they wanted. <laughs> but people have glossed over or, or you know, at least not really paid a spoke a lot about daily and, and the family's legacy in terms of uh you know, racist practices and uh, the damage that they really did on communities of color in Chicago. And he's kind of ran his race, avoiding uh, that conversation. He didn't really speak a lot. That was my first time hearing him speak. I didn't even know what he sounded like. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're it's the end of an era. Finally, hopefully, you know, we, we don't know. <laughs> he might come back or there may, may be another Daily that comes back. There's another brother, Michael Daly. Um, so we don't know, but at least for right now, uh, folks are saying no to the dailies. Two black women are headed for a runoff in the Chicago mayor's race, setting up an election that will make history. Lori Lightfoot and Tony Preckwinkle are coming for the throne. And uh, we wonder what the next steps are here. There's a, I'm not going to count the days, but there's a good month and a half mm -hmm. between now and the runoff election. So uh, what are we looking at here? Positivity, uh, scorn, <laughs> and negative. Will somebody, will they stop calling us and texting us? What, what do we have to look forward to? <laughs> I know. I, I'm like, I don't want to see any more texts for a little while. Um, I don't know. I mean, in Preckwinkle's uh, speech last night, she definitely threw a, a couple of shots at Lightfoot. Um, Lightfoot didn't really mention Preckwinkle in her speech. She just mentioned that people didn't believe that she could win. So... I'm um, not really sure if they're going to be, you know, just kind of at for real at battle throughout this little period of time to try to uh, tear down each other's character, I guess. Um, I think the Ed Burke stuff did help Lori Lightfoot to some extent. You know, it made us wonder, you know, if we really could trust Preckwinkle. And a lot of people did go to her Lightfoot after that. But now it really, I mean, we really have to figure out who is able to really bring in the black vote and Lori Lightfoot would really have to start going into the community because I think that Preckwinkle has um, an advantage over her when it comes to, you know, really gaining that trust of the black community. And we have to think about who the other 12 candidates will throw their support behind and rally their voters behind. Amara Enya says, don't look at me. I want to be very present and appreciate uh, all of the people who really helped to make tonight happen. Um, tomorrow is another day. There are a lot of important issues that my campaign was able to raise and my supporters deserve their issues to continue forward even in the runoff. And so the best way, whatever the best way to do that is, that's the route that we're going to take. And I think a, a lot of folks may want to uh, hedge, stop, or stop themselves right now from making a, a decision and let the next five weeks do what they do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I look forward to speaking with you more about all of this. If uh, the last five weeks were any indication, the next five weeks uh, could be full of any number of surprises. It's going to be an interesting time, for sure. It, it won't be quiet. <laughs> it will not be quiet. I swear to God, this Black History Month is wild. <laughs> Thank you, Tiffany Walden. It's you always a pleasure. Thank you. I'm uh, so impressed by the news uh, reporting that y'all are doing at uh, The Tribe with two eyes, mm -hmm. and you can visit them at thetribe.org for more dot com, com. com oh my gosh I'm so sorry yes sorry. they need to make money they're a dot com <laughs> <laughs> um, and go ahead and get caught up on the, the latest in election news and uh, help yourself uh, stay informed for the next five weeks and beyond 